From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, Wednesday, the 26th of June, 2019. Meteorologists have placed more than half of France, including Paris, on alert for high temperatures through the end of the week, when temperatures may reach up to 104 degrees Fahrenheit across parts of the country as summer tourist season sifts into high gear. This according to the Fox News service, and The Guardian reports that the Paris mayor, Anne Hidalgo has announced that as many as eight major swimming pools would stay open in Paris after 10 p.m. and swimming would be allowed in the canal basin at La Villette. She also said that three temporary outdoor pools would be set up for highly populated, lower-income areas of the city, which would be free to use. National Weather Agency Meteo France set the heat warning level at Orange, the second highest intensity on its four-level categorization system for potentially dangerous conditions requiring public vigilance. The International Soccer Federation FIFA could also face implementing heat precautions at the Women's World Cup, which France is currently hosting. Those precautions include holding cooling breaks during matches and postponing games if the heat is too intense. Neighboring countries are also undergoing similar preparations as the heat wave hits, and in Switzerland, a heat alert warned members of the public that there is severe danger, as temperatures could reach there as high as 39 degrees Celsius. All this heat is coming from winds blowing up from the African Sahara Desert. Authorities are remaining on high alert as the memories of 2003 are still all too vivid for many when the highest temperatures in more than half a century were estimated to have caused 15,000 heat-related deaths. Well, earlier this year, fans of Android Auto were given something big to look forward to after years of relative stagnation, Google announced that a major overhaul was coming for its car-connected system. While previously teased with no more specificity than arriving later this summer, it looks like that update ball has finally started rolling and the first reports are coming in of the new auto interface. This from a report by Android Police which details the release, stating that everything from an overhauled navigation bar to faster startup to an even more car-friendly UI assists in getting common tasks done with less physical input. Visual improvements include a dark theme and enhanced support for varying screen geometries, and users will now discover new ways to keep in touch while on the go in Android Auto's new notification center. Based on reports at this time, updating to the new Android Auto appears to be a server-side change, so just make sure that your app is up-to-date and wait for Google to throw the switch for your account. Famous classical guitar player John Christopher Williams was born in 1941 in Melbourne, Australia, to an English father 
who later founded the London Guitar School and the daughter of a renowned Melbourne barrister. Not only searing his name with famed film score composer John Williams, but also his passion for music, John Williams the guitar player was initially taught guitar by his father, and from the age of 11 Williams attended summer music courses in Siena, Italy, and later attended the Royal College of Music in London from 1956 to 1959. He studied piano there because the college didn't have a guitar department, but upon graduation he was invited to create such a department at the college which he accepted and ran for two years. Williams' first professional performance was at the Wigmore Hall in London in 1958, and since then he has performed throughout the world and has made regular appearances on radio and TV, also commissioning guitar concertos from noted composers such as Stephen Dodson, Andre Previn, and Patrick Gowers. Although Williams is best known as a classical guitarist, he is also a composer and arranger and has explored many different musical genres. Between 1978 and 1984, he was a member of the fusion group Sky. The John Williams guitar adaptation of the song Cavatina became a worldwide hit single when it was used as the theme tune to the Oscar-winning 1978 film The Deer Hunter. Called by some as the most technically accomplished guitarist the world has ever seen, John Williams' guitar pieces are enjoyed by numerous listeners every year while keeping the classical guitar genre exciting and fresh with his covers and original pieces. In Genesis 22 we read one of the most shocking stories in all of the Bible. God told Abraham to take his one and only son Isaac and sacrifice him as an offering. Now when God speaks, you obey, and Abraham did without question. He led his son Isaac up the mountain and laid him on the altar, but just as he was about to kill his own son at God's command, God stopped him and instead provided a ram for the sacrifice in Isaac's place. This story can be a stumbling block for many as they try to fathom and to reconcile that a gracious and loving God that they read about in other parts of the Bible is this very same God who, it seemed, asked a man to kill his son for a sacrificial offering. But we have to remember that a very large part of this whole scenario was God's testing of Abraham. To show what Abraham valued most in life. Did he value his son more than his Lord? Abraham needed to answer the question, do you love Isaac more than the Lord, or do you love the Lord more than Isaac? Now, in the same sense, the sincerity of those today who claim to love God is tried from time to time. Matthew 22 tells us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul 
and with all of your mind. Jesus was so concerned that we have our priorities right that he made this radical statement in Luke 14, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Christians must love Christ so much that by comparison, they will seem to hate their families and themselves. Do we love God above all things, even family, money, job, stability, technology, our country? To make it clear whom we serve above all things, God might sometimes in a very intense way ask us to renounce various demands from domestic life, family, or things, and instead ensure that we order his will and his affections first in our lives. That kind of immediate, unquestioning, and essential obedience, which is what Abraham had, leads to blessings from God. Not necessarily material blessings, but always spiritual blessings. Jesus was the perfect example of this. He was fully man as well as fully God, so he didn't escape ordinary pain and hardship while on earth he experienced it all. As the suffering servant, like we read in Isaiah 53, Jesus learned completely what it means to obey through agony and through hardship all the way to his crucifixion. Hebrews 5 documents this, and as a result, Jesus Christ was exalted by God his Father. Philippians 2 tells us that Jesus humbled himself and was obedient to God, even to his own death as a result. And so, for this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Sometimes God directs our obedience to his will right through trials and hard times. But when we are faithful to his word and to his will, those difficulties, those hardships, will instill the value and the appreciation of God's many blessings and the knowledge that God reigns supreme. He is our God, our Lord, and our Master. No one else and nothing else can even begin to compare. May we pray that our priorities each and every day would stay in line with God's, that we would desire God's will above all other things, and that the things of this earth would grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Through death into life everlasting He passed and we follow Him there Over us and no more hath dominion For more than conquerors we are And turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace His grace 
thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.